Hello and welcome to Well It Depends, a podcast exploring the grey areas of health, fitness and life. I am your host, Charlie Beestone. I'm a qualified nutritionist and performance coach who works with everyone from elite athletes and CEOs to recreational gym goers and the general population. Well, it depends is the title of this podcast as it's probably the three words that I say most often when asked a question. Because more often than not, the answer is, well, it depends. The aim of this podcast is to try and resist the urge to oversimplify complex topics and to dive deeper to help you, the listener, improve your understanding at a less superficial level. I hope you enjoy the podcast. I hope that it challenges you to reappraise your tightly held beliefs, that you remain open to alternative perspectives and that you deepen your understanding of the subjects discussed, even if you already have some knowledge of the topic. As basketball coach John Wooden once said, it's what you learn after you know all that counts. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. We'll start with the supplements that you sometimes recommend or think that you could recommend in certain circumstances. Again, maybe because they wouldn't cause any harm. So there might not be any benefit. The benefits are a bit, mm, but yeah. So I always say to clients, like particularly, I think we'll come onto this first. It's sort of like around joint health. Yeah. So as much for general population, population as for athletes. There are some supplements that I would consider like kitchen sink ones in that if you want to throw the kitchen sink at it and you're doing everything else right, feel free to try this because it might work. Yeah, but yeah. But I've heard um, it does. Yeah, I, yeah, I would say my, my, my maybe ones or my sometimes ones are probably the three that I would probably most commonly recommend in a sometimes category would be collagen. Mm-hmm. Um, in a prehab and an injury setting. Um, that's probably the one where I wouldn't say, though, just take it anyway. Um, mm. Because aside from those situations, it's just a poor quality protein. So yeah. um, you're, you're better off taking whey or something. Yeah. Um, but in those specific scenarios, I would take it. Um, nitrates would be one, depend- which mm-hmm. would be um, context dependent. Um, and citrulline malate, probably context dependent one. Mm. Uh Magnesium might be magnesium and zinc as well. They yeah. might, um, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, They're very, very popular in America, aren't they? Even with American like nutritionists and dietitians, very compared yeah. to they don't really seem to get the same hype over here. No, and I think most people do have enough in their diet in general. Um, they're low toxicity. Yeah. So if there's a chance it might help an athlete relax, and they don't want an Epsom salt bath. And it may have maybe may have positive muscle relaxant or sleep effects. I'm like, yeah, go go, go for it. Um, but you're probably getting enough in your diet. Um, but again, low chance of toxicity. So sure. Um, and they'd probably be my most common ones to kind of, yeah, as a maybe. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, and then yeah, I think they'd be my most maybe ones. Mm-hmm. So I guess that brings us then on to what are your no ones. Uh, I know ones. Well, the one um, you see people take a lot that annoy you for the fact that just for the fact they're taking them. And uh, you meant low toxicity. I'm going to start the bidding with vitamin C. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> but we say low toxicity, but the number of people, I think because now every single supplement seems to throw vitamin C in yeah. and people are realizing they should eat a vegetable now and then. Yeah. Um, Actually, in the last two years, the number of people I've seen having 
levels of vitamin C that have caused them stomach issues and insomnia is massively increasing. Yeah. Uh, like people be like, I don't know why I feel like I'm not being able to sleep. I'm not being able to end. They're like, okay, well, you know, what are you taking? And yeah. they'll be taking vitamin C as well as a multivitamin, as well as a protein powder that's got vitamin yeah. C in. And then they're also taking a sleep supplement that for some reason has vitamin C in it. And they're sudden, and this is before they've even started on their fruit and veg intake. Um, they're over two grams a day. Mm. Is, you know, if that doesn't upset your stomach and cause you not to sleep, you have some magical vitamin C power. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'd say vitamin C. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess it's just, I always say to people, why? Yeah. Why? Like, it's not like staving off illnesses. You're not suddenly like super immune to everything. It's not giving you loads of energy like some people think it is. It's just not doing much. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, it's, there is the only time I will recommend vitamin C is if someone has an upper respiratory tract infection. I will recommend low dose vitamin C to help because it may reduce the duration of their symptoms but i'm talking take it for three to five days and still have less than two grams a day um but yeah other than that i'm just like why it's not a proactive thing is it no Stop like you're, if you're eating enough fruit and veg in your diet you are getting enough yeah um okay your turn what's next uh bcaas yeah they will not go away yeah no um just because again um they're, they're necessary, but they're not sufficient for muscle growth and hypertrophy. Uh, what is sufficient is complete protein. And if you're com eating complete protein, then you're eating BCAAs. So it's that is that classic one of like pouring water on your head when you're in a swimming pool. Yeah. There's just, I, yeah. It's interesting. They're amino acid and they may compete with the amino acids you need in your brain to create melatonin fall asleep. Yeah. So... Yeah. No, it's yeah. It's I don't think I'll ever die with it. No, yeah, but drinking it during a session does make sense to me. No, um, yeah. I mean, if you're going to do anything, and I don't recommend doing this either because I still think you should just have a complete protein. But like, at least get these all the essential amino acids. Don't mm. just go for bra the branch chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and even then, I would still say just have whole protein. It's always going to give you a bigger bang for your buck. Um. You know, the only situation I could, I've ever been able to think of as to where I would be like, have BCAAs 100% would be if you were a vegan with either digestive issues or dietary preferences that meant you couldn't eat any plant protein that contained one of the BCAAs, that would be the reason to supplement it because that's the only way you can get those branch yeah. chains in your diets. And even then, you wouldn't have it on its own. You would have it with yeah. the meal that was lacking them. Um, but I've never actually come across someone who would need that. No. Do you think there's like some sort of misunderstanding of muscle protein breakdown that makes people have them, particularly during a session? Um, I I still think it's carryover from um, sort of the original research that um, because of the way it was done, indicated that it may be positive. Mm. or um, muscle protein synthesis, which obviously that's now been shown not to be the case in study design and all those kind of things and small effect size. Um, but um, I think because there's still a little bit of literature lurking around there that there may be something to do with fatigue, mm. um, which I, d I don't 
I don't think it's great. I've never seen it. I remember, yeah, I remember doing it at uni. Yeah, I don't think it's robust, but I just think because no one's disproved it, we're all scientists. We're not going to say, no, it's wrong. We're going to say we don't have the evidence and then people take that how they will. Um, So, yeah. uh, So, so, and it caught on. Yeah. Um, So people, people take it. Um, But yeah, I just don't see. And also because one of the branch chain amino acids is critical for muscle protein synthesis um, and for the signals for muscle protein synthesis. Obviously, they're all essential for actually making protein. Um, But again, it's that necessary, but it's not sufficient. So So I guess, do you want to speak to that as well? Because I've seen some people supplement with that individually. Yeah, so leucine. So again, necessary but not sufficient just to have a protein. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, it keeps the signal switched on, but the, having the signal switched on is of little value if you don't have the building blocks to execute that signal. And the building blocks are all the amino acids. Um, uh, so you need, and if you're, and you definitely need all the essential amino acids, not just, not just, not just leucine. So, yeah. yeah. I think I'm trying to think who it was. That might be Oliver Whitard who did like this sort of Lego brick analogy where leucine is like the coffee for the builders to build the wall. I've not heard that one. I like yeah, that. Yeah, I've got a picture somewhere. Yeah. Um, so basically, like, and like you said, like if you've got the coffee, but you haven't got any bricks for the wall, you it's still not going to build anything. Yeah. No matter how caffeinated you are. So yeah, that's quite a nice a nice way of looking and explaining how you need all amino acid to build. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, that's a great one. Um. Is there anything else, supplement-wise, that we see a lot? I think... Um, I think there's a lot out there. You could throw uh, vitamins in for me, you know. Pardon, sorry? I think you could throw multivitamins in for me. Yeah, same, same thing. Again, not necessarily going to be the right dose of anything that you do want. Potentially going to have doses of things you don't want. And also, actually, what we didn't say about vitamin C is if you're trying to build energetic capacity, mm. having a high-dose antioxidant that's going to block all your oxidative stress in exercise, yeah. which is what you need to build your aerobic capacity, is also going to be bad. Um, apart from, you know, the health consequences of not sleeping, uh, also not great. Um, so yeah, multivitamins, definitely. Um, what else would I throw in there? Anything vaguely related to anything called a fat burner. Yes. Not gotcha. gym. Yeah. Um, no, I guess linked to that CLA, same reason. Um, what else? What else do people take? There's a couple more out there ones. So like ashwagandha's one that comes up quite a lot. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I think... Yeah, and I think the research there is promising. I think we need more research um, and uh, more research around nootropics in general. Um, I I think the thing that I have the most concern over those with is that they are potentially very powerful we don't know how they interact with other things and we don't know a lot of their potential long-term effects from taking them chronically. Um, so I think a lot more research needs to be done there before I'll sort of like wave a banner, but I, they interest me and I think mm. they have potential, yeah. um, a lot of them. Um, but we already know some of them are very dangerous if you interact with them with certain drugs. So, yeah. um, you know, the more powerful something is, the more you should be wary of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's about caffeine, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I had a question the other day. I said, can you overdose on caffeine? Like, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. You can. Right, no, don't. Uh, not, not, not something I recommend. <laughs> right, but yeah. You can no, uh, that was recommended. Um, yeah. Was it Northumbria Uni where two students did? 
Did they? Yeah, have you not seen? They did like a, a standard sports science practical with caffeine. Yeah. Um, if it's not, then Malo is going to be heavily involved in this. But yeah, they got the decimal point in the wrong place essentially and weren't, and the lecturer didn't see and they ended up taking like two or three grams of caffeine. And both ended up in hospital. I think there was like dialysis, uh, lost about 15 kilos, like got serious. Survived, but yeah, not. Yeah. not <laughs> feel great. Really yeah. Probably not, no, yeah. Um, um, yeah. 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 They they would be a no. <laughs> uh, anything banned is a no. Um, going going down that route as well. Um, of which high dose caffeine is one of those. Um, what else would be a? What else am I interested in? There's so much. Just Holland and Barrett shit. I'm going to throw that in as a genre of supplement. Genre, yeah, genre of supplement. Out of, yeah. If it's That's in there, you probably don't want it. Yeah. There's just so much pointless stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think things that I think are of interest, um, but mm. but I wouldn't recommend yet generally, uh, taurine, um, okay. if you're taking betralanine, because um, they yeah. have the same transporters, so... Do they competitively inhibit or do you need to upregulate updose one when you updose the other? Um and the other one that I think's of interest is probably betaine. Okay. Um I think yeah, I think that's interesting. I think I wanna see see how much more research comes out about that in the mm. coming years. Um, yeah. in terms of one I'm interested, I would chuck L theanine in there. Oh yeah, I think that that is really interesting. Which actually, yeah. I think that's quite an yeah. interesting again not very well studied yeah uh, and we could go down a rabbit hole of how hard it is to test like cognitive uh performance anyway yeah millions of ways of doing that and it's really hard uh the other one's turmeric oh i like turmeric yeah actually yeah in um sorry i, I would actually put that in as something that i do recommend oh, okay some people um um just from a for uh in injury settings mm. Um, just because no downside, potential upside. Mm. Um, and then day to day, I still, day to day, I still think we need a lot more research. Um, there is some really cool research being done on sports performance, I think. But yeah. um, again, if people like taking it, there's no downside. It does have a potential yeah. upside from a gut protective perspective, whatever about information. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. got that. And you're probably not going to get as much from just like making yourself a curry and chucking some. No, exactly. Yeah. That fits like already you got from the supermarket when every spice in the UK seems to smell pretty generic. (laughs) Like, yeah. yeah. Um, But no, I know because there is one like popular supplement, isn't it? Like, it's everyone. Um, uh, Hal Robson Carnage, who used to play professional football at his company. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually know someone who's at a university who's doing some research on that. Yeah. Because they've they've done some early stuff in elite uh, footballers and shown that it's subjective pain and like dons and recovery is improved yeah i mean that's incredibly difficult to study because you can't control anything because it's elite yeah, and we've basically there's no procedure where it's take this do you feel better oh, yes i do brilliant okay Ooh, Just, yeah a lot but again if at that level if someone says oh i take this i feel better you give it to them yeah exactly well especially when you've got like places like health span elite that do inform sport tested products and it, I don't know if his is informed sport tested but they're the ones that again are low risk in that situation probably yeah you're looking potentially at an upside yeah and I guess that's the difference between 
an athlete and a lot of recreational performer is that mm-hmm. recreationally we'll see someone professional taking it. I think, well, I need that then. But you're not playing every three days. And you're probably not subject to the same stress. No, exactly. But on the flip side, you're less trained, you're less strong, less. Yeah. So is your doms work? Like, well, you play yeah. at low intensity. So maybe not like these are the sort of conversations got to have that are quite interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it is an interesting one as well. Because it comes back to that fine line between are you getting more damage because you're less trained or are you getting less damage because you have less capacity to inflict damage? Yeah. Because um, there's always that interesting training. Like, but again, we're thinking just about kind of like your hypertrophy training. Um, you know, there's people who they look at sort of professional bodybuilders or not necessarily ones that are competing, but say ex, ex bodybuilders who might train one body part once a week. And they're like, oh, I'll do that. It's like, well, you're not going to see the same effect that they do because they can absolutely destroy themselves. We can't. (laughs) Like, our muscles aren't that big. We can cause a a lot of pain, but not that extensive damage that the body can take five days to recover from or seize a stimulus from. So, yeah, it's always a funny one. But then, actually, I guess that also comes down to, like, all the running studies where this eccentric loading, that is so high when you first... Yeah. And then it goes away. So, yeah. And I guess the other thing is, if we're taking supplements, that the mechanism is changed by how well trained you are so like nitrate was one you nitrate, mentioned yeah um in that maybe are they less effective in athletes because that capacity is already there yeah you're already there and hmb as well like yeah. those, those are both like when you're well trained we don't see an effect is it because it's kind of like you're, you're yeah your own adapt uh, your your own adaptation is kind of mm. outperforms that yeah and we don't want to solve it then like yeah exactly to be well trained then soon yeah cool i think we've we covered everything. There's going to be other supplements we've forgotten. And yeah. I'll have dinner later and think, oh, I should have, th- should have mentioned that. that one. We can do a 101 until the, until yeah. the yeah. Go, yeah. go look at these. <laughs> um, is there anything else you want to chat about on supplements just to, to round off? covers it really well, actually. Yeah. No, it's probably going to be, a, though there is definitely a million and one things we haven't covered, but I think we've covered a lot of the main ones. Yeah. Um, so I guess the crux of it is, Take your vitamin D, take your creatine, take your omega-3, use protein if you want to, everything else. TBC. Yeah. Yeah. At best, maybe, and at worst, absolutely not. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much If you've got the word fat burner in it, burn it. Yeah, exactly that. And if it's from Holland and Barrett, chuck it back in. Like Holland and Barrett, I've mentioned it a few times, pisses me off. Even the stuff that I would want to buy from there, so like protein bars or shakes or whatever, so fucking expensive. I know. I would no longer want to buy it there anyway. Yeah. No, I... um. Yeah, no. Ooh, I've just thought of one. Oh, yeah. Probiotics. Oh, interesting one. Uh, yeah. It depends. <laughs> yeah. um, I think before we t- start all taking them chronically, um, in general, particularly general population and not elite athletes, I think a lot more work needs to be done. Um, I think there is some evidence that um, it may support uh, accelerated recovery from certain infections, at least in athletes. Whether it's in general population, I don't know. I don't look at, I haven't looked at those studies. Um, but again, specific strains. Um, and there is, I think there is some growing evidence, or I think there is some reliable growing evidence around potential protective effects called the gut in endurance athletes um, from certain probiotics, um, which makes mechanistic sense to me. Um, but I think a lot more, I think it's a really exciting area. Yeah. Um, but I think before we all start trying to, 
change our gut bacteria, we should first start by understanding what a positive gut bacteria environment looks like for each of us, which is going to be different. Yeah, well, that's the thing we don't know. Like, we can't say you've got yeah. to have variety and then it's you're healthy. Yeah. Some of the markers that you see in elite athletes, you also see in people who are obese and with metabolic disease. Like, they are two very different people. And um, people have sort of said the one in athletes, like, oh, this must be a good thing. And then in the other, yeah. oh, this must be a bad thing. And you're like, well, that could be correct because it could then be interacting with different things in different ways in, in both those populations. But the point is, we don't know. Yeah, no, absolutely. I guess that's one of the times where I would use that sort of food first. Yeah. Like, you're not getting enough variety in. You could probably try like fermented foods and things like that first. Yeah. Then we'll try and supplement. What are your thoughts? I know some people are quite keen on, like, if they do supplement with probiotics chronically, is like rotating type and brand and things like that because the whole point is variety. I think, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think we just don't know. Um, I think we just don't know. Well, prob probably what you would benefit most from depends what your starting bacteria was. Yep. And, and unfortunately as well, like a lot of people send away their poo and get it analyzed. Your small intestine is where we think the more important gut microbiome is. And that's very diff looks very different to your large intestine, which is where your poo is. Or well, your colon, which is where your, your, your sort of poo sample bacteria yeah. concentrations, they're, they're different. So yeah, I just don't know. No. No, I think it's sort of, it's an attractive hypothesis. Yeah, I think it's but interesting. We'll increase the variety of the, even with the supplement. Yeah. But yeah, there's so many things we don't know. And we could yeah. come up, again, we could come up to testing as a whole different topic of. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I, no, no. I, but I do think, I think like, say if we sat down and had the same conversation in five or 10 years time, I think we'll probably have a very different view on probiotics and the gut in yeah. general. Like yeah. for, from a turmeric perspective as well. But um I think that's all TBC. Yeah, I think there are a few supplements that have been in that bracket. I think some new tropics by the five or ten yeah. years, just because of the massive interest in them, and also the escalation in esports video games. Yeah, yeah exactly. There'll be money put into finding those answers. Yeah, and there'll be some that don't change. Creatine won't change. I don't no. think we'll see anything that will say, "Oh, well, absolutely not." Same no. with omega three. Omega three might get a bit clearer on dosage, maybe. Yeah, it makes you might get a bit clearer dosage. We might get better brands in general. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't put money on the supplement industry improving. Oh, that's true. Um, yeah. but we can hope. Oh, yeah. Lovely. Thank you very much for your time. No, thank you. That was a good natter. It was, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> is there anywhere that you want people to find you? Now you're a full-time academic, you might not want people to find you. Where's where people should look for you? Do you know what? This is the first time. This is the first. Um, last week was the first week in, I think, three years where I didn't have three Instagram posts up in the week. I didn't have a single Instagram post. I haven't done that in three years. So I'm like, oh, life's changing. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, the Instagram generally, I'll respond to DMs, even if my stories are now blank half the time and I post maybe once every two weeks. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, Instagram's probably the easiest place, so perform. Nice. Yeah, everyone go and follow that just to learn about consistency because three years with that many posts per week is fucking impressive. Yeah. So, now though. Wow. I say I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it because I normally do three-month blocks. Yeah. Um, and I did... Three-month blocks? Wow. I don't... I, I, it takes me ages to write content, so I try and set like three days aside every three months. Right. And then and do like 36. Yeah. yeah. 
for like the posts and then I just post them to stories. Fair. Nice. Yeah, so if I you want, yeah, if you want more information on consistency and content creation and maybe nutrition or whatever, then please do go check out today's page. Thank you very much. Oh, um, thank you. If you've got any questions, then keep them to the shelf. We're not going to answer them. Well, I'm pretty concerned about it. Yeah. I, send them to me because I'm not as busy. So I'll probably have <laughs> someone else. So I need to. So I'm going to, I live in hope next month's going to get quieter. Yeah, but you, how long have you been saying that for? How many years? We all say that. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Awesome. Thank you very much. <laughs>